Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the Wolverine.com podcast. I'm John Borton and we are here. Uh, hey, vacation season's over, folks. It's football and it's going to be wall-to-wall football on today's podcast. We are here with Mr. Tom Crawford, longtime sports talk radio personality out of East Lansing, Michigan. He's on uh, Press Pass with Jack Ebling on Fox 47 in Lansing. He's the uh, founder of the Crawford Podcasting Network, a proud U of M alum, and a weekly podcast participant here on the Wolverine Podcast. Tom Crawford, welcome back, and welcome back to football season. Yeah, so uh, I'm up north, but you know, in this business, as you were in the UP, I was in northern Michigan, Frankfurt. You know, we make our vocation a vacation, right? So what did I do sitting at the end of the dock in Upper Herring Lake? I just sat there and, and, and I read the Wolverine. I mean, on this beautiful summer day, I was so engulfed in this. I'm going to tell you why, JB. Uh, I mean, shameless plug for your incredible publication, but I have to. And I'm telling you why I like this, folks. These bios, this takes me back. Player bios takes me back to the old days. Remember the press guide, the whole, the old press guide that they used to send out, JB? Yes, sir. On your long-time media days. Well, I have, okay, this is a 1970 press guide. And as I was in eighth grade, or I think going into ninth grade, ninth grade. And as a season ticket holder, they would send you the press guide. And it had player bios in it. So I would devour, just engulf the, this Prescott and know every ins and out of, of every player in the back. I, in fact, I have to, I mean, I think I had Jim Brandstetter sign this thing for me years ago because he was a junior that year. But um, the, the, I kudos to you and the staff at the Wolverine. I mean, this is, an, this is one of those things you can't put down. And uh, I, I'm not just saying that, blowing smoke. I I was sitting at the end of the dot. My wife saying, "Okay, can, can can we look at the scenery? Can we stroll <laughs> Lake Michigan, this beautiful beachfront at Frankfurt, the Frankfurt Pier, without you putting, you know, can you put the Wolverine thing down? No, I can't. I can't. You know, I can't. So that a true confession. <laughs> well, that's great, and you can uh, still get your copy if you have not yet. I appreciate the the, the plug, but uh, click through at uh, the Wolverine uh, website or. Uh, by uh, going through the uh, the magazine, you can call 800-421-7751. That gets you hooked up with a subscription or the uh, the football preview. And again, Tom Crawford, thanks for that. But let's jump right into uh, what's in that magazine in terms of uh, the 2022 Wolverines. The one of the things that everybody is talking about is quarterback as always and I know that uh, you have avoided this topic somewhat of late uh, <laughs> talked a lot about it but it's going to be talked about we're get you know we're getting reports out of camp and how great JJ McCarthy's looking and some people speculating as to okay how how soon is it going to be before the coup before he takes over <laughs> here's my take 
just going in. I think it is a fabulous situation for Michigan football that it has a quarterback in Cade McNamara that uh, guided the Wolverines to a Big Ten championship, decisive victory over Ohio State. They put 42 points on the board. They win the Big Ten, and they get their first ever uh, playoff appearance. And you've got a backup quarterback from last year that is so good that he can push McNamara and have people talking like they are. That's, I mean, you can't come up with a better situation than that and two guys pushing each other. No, you're exactly right. You framed that perfectly. You know, it's not, and I don't look at it as a quarterback controversy. I call it a quarterback depth celebration. I mean, both of these guys are that talented. We saw, you know, I know folks of, 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 of my agenda of wanting J.J. McCarthy to have at least an opportunity to compete maybe half a game in, 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 in the, the non-conference slate, the first three games at home, is because, you know, we, we got lit up with that Roman Wilson throw, you know, that post-corner that he throws, throws to Roman Wilson that, you know, goes, you know, starts trending on, on Twitter and everything and goes viral. I mean, it was a great throw. It was one throw. I mean, it was in practice. But my point is it shows you that uh, the competition is real. I think it's a great thing. Uh, but what I want to see is both have an opportunity under fire in the first, you know, relevant game. I'm talking about the Maryland game at home. And then obviously more more so than that, that, that tough road opener um, at Iowa. I mean, on October 1st, when you're really going to find out what Michigan is all about. Well, if I wanted to set you off, I would say, fortunately for the Wolverines, uh, they they have three games in the non-conference where both quarterbacks should be able to see extensive time without uh, without the game hanging in the balance. But uh, but that that uh, that touches on a, a sore <laughs> non-conference schedule subject. Well, I mean, it's like. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know I rub people the wrong way making that issue with with Jim Harbaugh. But, you know, when when those three teams are I mean, in this round and these are preseason pro- projections, if you will. But in a lot of these platforms, I've seen a consistent uh, Colorado State ranked 90. There's 132 teams, I think, this year in, in uh, Division One uh, FBS. So um, I think I think we had. Colorado State 94, and I think we got um, Hawaii around 121, and if I'm not mistaken, I think UConn's ranked 132. So between 94 and 132, those are the three teams you're opening with at home. So in my opinion, you're really you're 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 kind of playing a little fool's gold. You really don't know what you're, how good you are, but at least mechanically, uh, get these guys in. I'm talking about the quarterback to the quarterback issue. You know, have J.J. in there when the game's still on the line in more than just one play on a gimmick play and then have him come out. Um, mm-hmm. But have him in there under fire and see what he does. I think this is a great opportunity. You're going to win these games. And I think they're going to – I think Michigan is going to beat Iowa. I'm fully confident. I, I say it again. I'll just throw my nugget out there. They're going to go 11-0 into Columbus. Uh, and then I think they're going to lose. Um, and I think they're going to be penalized for that soft schedule. That's where I'm – that's why I'm lamenting this because I think that, that soft schedule in non-conference, uh, I'm not having a power five, is going to hurt them when it comes to CFP announcement. All right. Well, I, I just think that uh, if you are 11 and 0, and if you have obviously then beaten Iowa on the road and beaten Michigan State and uh, 
and also Penn State at home, you're going to be ready for that Ohio State game regardless. And, you know, then it's on you to go into Columbus and win it. One more thing about the quarterbacks before we move on, though. Um, I I just uh, – everybody sees the upside of J.J. McCarthy, the, the scrambling ability, the strong arm, the – the ability to take what looks to be a, a broken play and turn it into a big play. I, it, it is my considered opinion that some of the greatest upside of Cade McNamara can be overlooked in this whole argument. The ability to quickly see and diagnose what the defense is pl- doing and playing the Tom Brady-like in that respect. The fact that uh, he threw it to the other team only six times. So one glaring one, we saw it in the Ohio State game. Uh, but th- just some of the things that uh, I think maybe get undervalued in this whole argument, I'm not saying by you, uh, but your thoughts about that. <laughs> yeah, you mean by me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I agree with you, John. I mean, he, he, listen, I'm not diminishing at all his, his skill set and what he accomplished last year. And I, and I like what he said. He said some really nice things in the, uh, in, in, to the media this week about J.J. that really haven't, you know, he hasn't really talked about J.J. Uh, coming off the spring or even last year. I mean, I, 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 I didn't really hear him reference much the competition. I thought it was good that he referenced how talented J.J. is. That's a good thing in my mind, to be, to be respectful of, of who you're competing with. It's just like the two tight ends, you know, it's like a team thing you know, with, with Scooney and, 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 you know, Eric all, I mean, they, they talk like they're on the same, you know, on the same page and they're so supportive of each other. I'd like to see that at, at, at quarterback and maybe, and maybe it'll happen. And that goes both ways. Not just, I mean, it goes back the other way too, with JJ talking about K, but I mean, one glaring thing with me, I mean, K McNamara throwing a ball in the back of his own lineman's helmets a few times. I mean, these are things that I, I'm thinking of, uh, how how do, how do, how does he can he can he eliminate that from happening? Um, I you know and and you know JJ doesn't do. I know that's just one aspect of the game, but I mean that's just it's something that I think it's got to get going to have to get fixed. And uh, regardless, it's a great situation at quarterback. Absolutely, it's an area of growth uh, that you mentioned, and that uh, I know Cade said his footwork is uh, has improved uh, greatly over the off season. We'll see how that plays into it. Great situation for either of these guys and both of these guys because they're going to be behind one of the better offensive lines in the nation. We think about uh, three starters back who understood and understand completely what physicality can do against an Ohio State. They lived it. They played it. And so they understand that. You've got a new center in Olu Oluwatimi, uh, who is, you know, who was a Remington Award finalist last year for Virginia. You can't ask for much more than that as a plug-in. And then you've got Trevor Keegan plugging in mm-hmm. over at right guard, most likely. And uh, this this young man, he's a man. He's uh, well over three hundred pounds. He's got the nasty beard, at least in his uh, <laughs> his photo on the roster. And so I. I think that uh, these guys are going to be very well set to uh, not only protect the quarterbacks, but once again lead to uh, a highly effective running attack. 
Yeah, the Olu, uh, you know, that addition, I mean, we, we saw this uh, post-game in spring practice, you know, uh, how everybody was talking about how 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 he fit in so well. And he, he got to speak in front of us, if I'm not mistaken, going back to April, early mm-hmm. April, when we had that opportunity. Yeah, I think Zach Zander is going to have a great year. I mean, th- these are names, these are, these are, these are household names now for people that follow Michigan football that have played a lot of football. Ryan Hayes. I mean, my God, that guy has played a ton of football and he's going to be in that vital left tackle position. I mean, he's, he, he's going to, he, he's going to have a, a good year and, and, and Carson Barnhart and all of them. I mean, I think that there's, when you have that much experience and then Sharon Moore now is in his, if I'm not mistaken, he's five years on the coaching staff, but this is year two as the old line coach, as well as his coordinator responsibilities. And I think that's a big deal when you get into your second year. I mean, that whole chemistry between your your group, you, you know, your room, and 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 you, the coach, and 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 how he gets better at you know he's getting better. And I, I think the confidence also that that line created. I mean, at the end of the year, I mean, the experts are saying that's the best old line in the nation. Who would have thought that just a few years ago when the offensive line was a weakness at Michigan? Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, I think that. With uh, with what they have now, um, it, it is it is just uh, a different. It, it plays into the different culture uh, that you see at Michigan over the last couple of years. I think they've fully embraced the physicality aspect. Uh, we know that Sharon Moore came in last year. He's not depicted here, but he uh, has been the uh, a, a key element for this he's he's now um, a co-offensive coordinator he is one of those guys that uh, the players love but also respect and they and they have bought in to the whole physicality aspect so I just I, I think that they have plenty of reason to to be excited well we're always in a time of year where there's a there's a ton of hype there's no question about that and uh, part of that hype, incredibly, has been coming from the head coach. Because you were down there as well as I was in Indianapolis and listening to Jim Harbaugh say that uh, at tight end, Eric All's greatest competition for uh, tight end of the year will be from Luke Schoonmaker and vice versa. So he's basically saying he's got the top two tight ends in the country talk about that is that is that hype or is that reality no that's reality and Scooney was you know interviewed uh, I think uh, a couple days ago yeah if not yesterday and um uh, you know he looked I mean Scooney was was terrific in in the Big Ten championship game down in in Indy I, I you know I some people think yeah you know they think back the flashbacks of these one particular kid uh, or, or another you think of Eric all you think of the Penn State game you think of the play of the year uh, and that kid. Um, and I, I just think that depth. And like I mentioned before, at the start of our podcast, John, just the chemistry of those of those two kids and the way they talk about the, other, the others in the room. Um, I mean, there's some depth in that room. I mean, tight end is a great. I mean, Michigan, Michigan, great teams of the past. And I'm, you know, old man alert here. I'm going to talk about the 70s a lot. But, you know, from Paul Seal to Paul Seymour, I mean, uh, Eric Caddis. I mean, the list goes on and on. Of of great tight ends that Michigan Jim managed Michigan has had those great teams all had great tight end play and and now they got it every snap because uh, 
Some guy takes a blow and there's situational situations, you know, where maybe two tight ends and a balanced line or, you know, you got one guy in, one guy out. I mean, it doesn't matter. You're not going to miss a beat with either one of them. I'm, I'm super excited of what's going on at tight end. That's, and that adds to the offensive line. I mean, those are blockers. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, this, this, this team uh, of offensive line and tight ends together should be absolutely dynamic. Um, I'm, I'm holding with withholding judgment on the uh, the best two in the country until I see them against the likes of uh, Penn State again. And uh, obviously, we saw what Eric All could do at the end of that one last year. But Michigan State, Ohio State, they'll have plenty of chance to underscore what their head coach had to say about them. I got another uh, another hyper reality for you. That would be. <laughs> for this defense. And, um, I, I know that, uh, Mozzie Smith is absolutely sold on this defense. I, uh, he, he challenged a question that I posed down in Indianapolis by tell us just loudly saying, Hey, keep doubting everybody. I, just I, I remember, doubting. I remember that question. Yeah. yeah you yeah. did a good job and with that. He, <laughs> he's got that uh, edge to him. And then, but I'm, it's, it's more than just, attitude the attitude reminds me of Aiden Hutchison a year ago when I talked to him it's like okay wait and see you can question our defense wait and see and this year it's Mossy Smith carrying that banner but not just carrying that banner he's uh, bench pressing 550 as I understand it and leaping more than 40 inches for a man his size are you kidding me they uh, just today they had the him doing plyo out and he's yeah. leaping up these steps at uh, at Michigan's workout facility is ridiculous. And I, you know, I think they have a lot to prove on defense. But man, I think they've got a lot of parts. You know, two things that uh, well, there's there's some two years in a row kind of things. Uh, two years in a row now, Jim Harbaugh was very very confident, almost with swag and you know, kind of a looseness to him brimming with confidence about both sides of the ball about this Michigan football team. And also two years in a row is uh, a kind of a chip on his shoulder, a little bit like Michigan state players carry around on this Michigan defense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll, we, you know, doubt us keep like Aiden Hutchinson. And I still think Aiden Hutchinson is going to have a hell of a lot of impact on this year's team, even though he's over in Allen park, you know, making himself an NFL star. I mean, I, I, I this is a good thing. When you have players pass a baton on and they're gone and they're, you know, you're, you're seeing that residual impact. Um, I, I liked, I, I liked all what you talked about, you know, what we saw down with Mozzie down in Indy. I think that's, that's a good thing. And, and I, I, you know, once again, we go back to the names, you start looking at the two deeps, even three deeps on this Michigan defense. There's a lot of guys that have played a lot of football, a lot of snaps, last year that uh, they're only going to build on an experience here in 2022. One of those guys, one of those key guys that played a lot of snaps last year is Junior Colson, the linebacker who played a ton as a freshman and who is now being prominently mentioned in uh, regard to uh, blitz packages for this team. We know about uh, you're replacing the ends. You know, you've got uh, guys like uh, Mike Morris that are coming along off the edges. But Junior Colson, uh, we've heard about in in blitz packages and the fact that uh, new defensive coordinator Jesse Minter 
whereas he he comes from the the same line as as Mike McDonald and yes. you, know, you there, there's a lot of things that are going to be similar there. One of the things that might be different is them getting after it a little bit more on the blitz and uh, just just your thoughts about what you've seen out of Colson and the the notion that Michigan might uh, make part of this tweak a uh, more blitzes in the uh, in the overall package. Yeah, and I think part of that, you know, uh, they want to be disruptive up the middle. I mean, what you do, I mean, the way to take it next level, if you will, for Michigan is to go is to look at the well, look what Georgia did to them. I mean, Georgia, you know, got pressure up the middle where Tom Brady hates it. And Cade McNamara definitely hated it. He was retreating. And it was not I'm not being dis- disrespectful to him. I mean, that's where Georgia really, really threw Michigan's offense off pressure up the middle. And I I think that's what Michigan's trying to accomplish this year, uh, is up the middle. And that's where the blitz, you know, up the middle kind of, you know, from the from your Mike linebacker. I, I really think that that they learned a lot from the CFP last year. And Jesse Mentor, you talked about his his background with the Ravens. I don't know, he was four or five years there. I mean, then he, I think he went to, what was it, Vanderbilt uh, between that for one year. But I, I, I just think the way the defensive guys uh, talked about him and Indy, uh, they like, that's an adjustment again. Here we go again. We're having to adjust to a new coordinator. But I think it seems, it, it's very similar obviously with the same DNA uh, as Mike McDonald with the, with the Ravens. So I don't think the adjustment is going to be that challenging, but yeah, they, they got to be disruptive up the middle and Chris Jenkins, some of these other folks really got to step up and, and be dominant. Uh, and that's how you, you can stifle an, a, a good offense. One of the things they do not have to adjust to this year, uh, just as we wind this down is uh, a new punter and a new place kicker, because what a uh, what a comfort zone when you're talking about Brad Robbins and Jake Moody. These are guys that uh, are veterans. They have performed. They are back. Uh, had a very very solid years last year. And uh, when it comes to special teams in a place like Iowa, in uh, in games like against Michigan State, as we have uh, discovered, much to Michigan's pain at times. Uh, special teams is absolutely essential. I just think it's a it's a huge thing to have those two guys back. Well, that's you know I double down on that. Jay Harbaugh's got licking his chops, you know, running running special teams again. Um, these guys can set the defense up for success. Uh, I'm I'm talking, you know, you know, Robbins with his punting. I mean, I and 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 Moody with his kicks. I mean, uh, he was pretty dependable, and uh, that that's huge to have that back. And a lot of teams struggle. I mean, Michigan's had those years over the year where they're breaking a new kicker, breaking a new punter, and those early on, there's you know, you know, bad happenings out there. I, I think that's going to be a very dependable thing, and and uh, I'm excited about those two guys back. I didn't necessarily think they're both coming back, you know, but uh, it's great that they are, and uh, that's that's a big plus for Michigan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, just two years ago. Uh, Jake Moody lost his job and was yeah. uh, was battling hard, but uh, he came up with a big year last year. And I'll tell you what, there's nobody that you'd rather have if if it came down to Iowa and a uh, 24-24 tie late in that game than to see Jake Moody lining up for a 
for a 38 or a 48 yard field goal yeah. for that matter. We're, uh, we're not anticipating it coming down to that after we, no. saw, what we saw in Indianapolis, but we've both been to Iowa city and we know that that sort of thing can happen. So, uh, Hey, we could do this all day long, but I just want to get any final thoughts from you after this first week or so of, uh, of training camp, anything that, uh, jumps out to you that you want to mention well i don't know i mean i mean four or five days of practice in um it's really hard to tell but i, I like what jim harbaugh is talking about his defense uh uh ahead of schedule because uh, that's what i've been worried about the defense this offense has got you know skill set out the while i mean my word you're looking at wide receivers you think uh the depth at, at running back i mean you know two really good players back at, at running back and and I just think that uh, I'm not worried about the offense and, and uh, the depth of quarterback we talked about, but the defense is what I worry about. And the way Jim's talking about this defense, it sounds really sincere, legit. It's just not fluff. And he really doesn't set himself up for failure, I don't think. Uh, it, he was very competent last year, like I talked about, and it would turned into fruition. So hopefully he's two for two on that this year. So I'm excited with with his positive evaluation of the defense that's what uh, has got my attention final thought it's fine it's perfectly okay to worry about the defense just don't mention it to mozzie smith <laughs> <laughs> you he's, tom, he's tom crawford uh, great guest every week we will be doing this right through the football season and beyond uh tom thanks for being with us and we will talk again next week all right, JB, it's back to it's great to be back in the saddle and uh, hey, it's stretch drive just a few weeks away. I'm excited about. It. Thanks for having me on. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.